Hello and welcome to another exciting episode of Best of Five. I think that might be the fastest I've started talking after that uh, intro wow. in some time. So please applaud me in the chat. Uh, Tonight on the show, we're going to talk, we're going to do a recap. We're talking versus fighting. Everyone said you had a ton to talk about today. <laughs> we're going to talk about CEO Taku. Okay. Sir the Hero. Thanks, bro. Uh, community choice for nominees for esports awards. I saw Chris Bond got awarded for, or nominated, nominated. for uh, best photographer. Yeah, good for him. Probably because he was on our show. I'm certain that that's what it was. He got the bump, the best of five bump. Um, of course, some of the big stories that came out since last we spoke was the official count of entrants for Evo Games, and they're incredible. Um, also on in that vein is uh, Mr. Wizard saying, hey, should we redo our payout structure? That's something you've talked about a lot in right. the history of the show. We'll get into that. Um, I saw a video that Sajan put out about rates and doing your job, and if you're good at it, you should get paid what you deserve or what you think you deserve, and you should be selective in that regard. Um, and I want to have a discussion about that. Okay. And then we might do a block grab, and it's a great block grab topic, but we're going to save it for the end. Uh, you'll be very excited, though, because I'm really excited. Joining us, as they always do, by the way, this is Mike Dunk Schiller. Not to be confused with Bonk, the great Sega character. Um, or the wrestler. I didn't know. I don't know of a Bonk wrestler. Or no, it was Doink. Dink? Yeah, it was Doink. It was Doink the Clown. Yeah. Doink. Dink. And then he had a uh, little person tag team partner named Dink. Joining us as Those are my do. top five. I love Doink and Dink, but go ahead. <laughs> Joining us, dink. as they always do, is Doink and Dink. John, <laughs> Velociraptor Guerrero, drinking a... Oh, I'm drinking... This was the only beer left in the fridge uh, Hop, after what? game night on Sunday. And it is called Hop Not. Grow some hair on your damn chest IPA. Yeah, you guys are not subbing drink. enough. This is John's last beer <laughs> he'll ever get yeah. to have. And Steve, Ace King offsuit jerk, who's doing an impression of Nelly. He used to put it on his cheekbone, not on his nose. But... Well, you, 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 you can't stay static. You got to change with the times, man. It's 2019. Okay. So what, like just terrible acne or what happened? Uh, yes, let's go with that and not, you know, me running into something. Okay. Hey, Steve, um, was there any action over the weekend? No. All right. So oh, I'll... you're talking about fighting games. Yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> no, I don't even know about your sex life, bruh. I do. Nobody does. Uh there, no, no. Um, hi, I'm Steve. Hey, Steve. I talk about fighting games. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Hit us with a recap, week- would you? Yes, let's do that. Uh, another busy weekend uh, this past weekend, including the final two online qualifiers for season two of the Street Fighter League. Uh, I talked about Minnesota getting a player into the Street Fighter League last week. We almost had another one. Uh, Mike Too Strong, really good performance from him, getting second. Uh, but it is Idom uh, who makes his return to the or the uh, Street Fighter League stage. The stoop kick goes back to his stoop uh, to take that top spot in the Eastern qualifier. He will be joined by a guy. I don't know. You know this guy, Mike? Oh, Don Cadillas. Don yeah. He eyed, I guess. Doinkadillas. <laughs> Got him. These are some really strong players this year coming out of the online qualifiers. I think like the level of play is going to be super, super high this year, this time around. Not that it wasn't last time, but. Let's see if they get to play their mains, though. That's true. 
Well, Danka Diaz plays like three different characters at any given time, and they're usually changing, with Dalsam being just one of them. But I've seen him play um, uh, G, I've seen him play Blanca, yeah. I've seen him play Urien, so he should be fine. He'll be he's a great a really pick, because he's hard to ban, yeah. yeah. I want to see some Blanca. I forgot he was in the game. Yep. Cool story, yeah. right? There was like a Blanca renaissance like a year ago where like Wolfgang Finito was doing pretty well and people were counterpicking Alex, with Valle him did and some Valle, shit. but he's kind of gone back into the garbage recently. <laughs> so Maybe this will be the key. Maybe someone with their main band will pull out their pocket Blanca and win a round. Blanca's so. usually there's usually something in Blanca's pocket, but this time Blanc is in someone's pocket. I like it. You're smart, Steve. I appreciate it. Is that a Blanca in your pocket, John? No, I'm just happy to see you. Uh, speaking of happy to see, uh, uh, Cero the Hero, we, we, we did thank you, uh, but we also want to thank Zalbag uh, for once again sticking with us 20 months in a row. Whoa, that's a lot. That's longer than I've been on the show. And then also, uh, John... You subscribed thanks to a gift from Kwanzaa. Oh, thanks, Kwanzaa. So thank you. <laughs> thank you, Kwanzaa. Hey, are you getting my playback over there? Because I'm trying to get some claps going, bruh. Oh, yeah. Wait. Oh, wait. and Pew's era. I, I don't think we mentioned Pew's era, but Pew's era, he's got 20, Picard he's at 21 months in a row. So. Love Pew's era. Thank you. Love Jean-Luc Picard as well. Yeah. He's great. Okay. Um, what else you got for us, Nelly? Uh, we got some uh, King of Fighters over her. Uh, this was this weekend was the uh, grand final, the world final of the second year of the Neo Geo World Tour. Uh, second verse, same as the first. Xiao Hai taking the win in the classic King of Fighters ninety. Is that a typo? Does uh, it say King of Fighters ninety eight? No, no of course that is a... it is legit. Uh, they ran King of Fighters ninety eight and King of Fighters fourteen. For their circuit. That's neat. Yeah. Um, Xiao Hai leading a Chinese sweep of the top four positions in KOF 98. Uh, Mad KOF uh, making top eight as well as R-Punk from Chile and Captain SNK from Mexico. So some good global representation. Is there a Quackbot there. situation happening here between first and third? I thought that that was a little person that comes out with Xiao Hai. <laughs> Hi and hey. Y'all oh. wrong as hell. Y'all wrong. Yeah, hey. King of Fighters 98 is funny because it's not any country's favorite game, <laughs> but it's the most agreed upon game. Hmm. China plays King of 97. Mexico tends to play 2002, although they all play 98 too. And, you know, like other places play various ones. I know there's like some South American countries that like 2000, which is the weirdest one. But 98 is like the... Everyone agrees this is a good KOF game. KOF game. Okay. So, but the current still very King popular. of Fighters is still the best. The current, isn't there? The King current of King of Fighters is Samurai Showdown. People like fourteen, but ni- I would say ninety eight and two thousand two are the ones that people talk about. Which the is most. the one that had that hype ass? It was still uh, that was thirteen. A lot of people like thirteen as well. That's the one that had like Bala and yes, uh, that was and the, last the one. Evo Grand Finals. That Bala was, Mad KOF. That was a one fun ass finals. One of the greatest sets of all time, even though it took like three hours. It was great, though, the whole way through, though. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, cool. Uh, speaking of King of Fighters, King of Fighters 14 World Championship. Uh, once again, a repeat winner. M-Dash 
taking it over E.T. in the grand final to get his second straight Neo Geo World Tour title. Uh, you also see Violent Kane representing Mexico, ZN representing China. So, again, lots of global representation yeah. except for the U.S. Uh, in these top eights. So That's because we're busy playing some Mortal Kombat and some Smash and Dragon Ball. Yeah. We need to, we need to start a KOF 98 program. You know, get some government funding. Hopefully get it under the Olympics wing so that, you know, have people go to the Olympic compound and just grind out 98. Seems unlikely. Probably. Um, but let's take it over to our side of the ocean for NorCal Strong Style. This was a 3v3 Tekken team tournament. Uh, and this one was won, like, once again, by Japan. Uh uh, they officially entered this as Strong Style Japan, but they are Team Dragon Ball, uh, Chikorin Rangchu, and Ulsan. They won uh, the Strong Style Japan tournament, which got them a free entry here, uh, and they decided to take more of our lunch money. Uh, took it in the end over Team Equinox in the grand final, uh, Dimeback, Colcor, and Joey Fury. Also, shout-outs to Spooky for getting top six. You know, he put in some work. But he was on a team, so put an asterisk next to it. <laughs> he, he don't need an asterisk, all right? Spooky, Spooky's the guy. I forget, are Junior and Shadow related? Uh, they are brothers. Yeah, okay. That's what I thought. That's cool. So, and then there are other members of the 20Z crew who are not uh, related by blood. But they still cool people. I was watching a little bit of this stream... Uh, in between changing diapers and feeding baby. But uh, they had, like, uh, interesting commentary set up, right, where there was multiple people. I saw a bit where uh, Markman was just ripping Bronson a new one. <laughs> they were busting each other's balls. And then out of nowhere, Ayers showed up. And it was it was a lot of fun. I wasn't even watching, like, the, 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 the tournament itself, just the, the show that they were putting on by having casual conversation. What are you plotting, John? Oh, that Rum God subscribed to Chitch Prime. Oh, shit. Thank you, Rum God. Rum God. Thank you. Thanks, dude. They call Steve that sometimes, too. Yeah. No, they call me Rap God. No, I'm Rap God. Almost the same. All, mm -hmm. So close. Um. Okay, so back to the recap. Uh, we had a few uh, events on the Capcom Pro Tour this past weekend. All ranking events. Uh, starting it off on... Uh, in Toronto for Toriyukin 8. Uh, this one was won by Knuckledew, his first trip to the winner circle at a CPT event since October of last year, wow. uh, taking over Punk, uh, leading a, an American sweep of the top eight. Uh, you had Justin, Smug, Dual Kevin, strong performance for him, K-Brad making a top eight, which is good to see. Three of the ninth uh, place finishers are Canadian, too, so so close. <laughs> Yeah. Almost. Um, Can you talk everyone, about who Knuckle Do used to win this tournament? Who did Knuckle Do use to win this tournament? Was it G? Uh, it was G. I don't know how much, uh, but he was listed as mainly using G, he played, which he uh, played I G. thought was significant. Why? Because G because is a broken character. character is a robbery and... character and silly. But he's fun to watch. Sure. And that's the story of Street Fighter V. And I'm going to stop right now because I'll go too far. <laughs> Listen, dude, don't take the win away from Knuckledew. Oh, oh, I 
see what you're doing. Yeah. No, obviously everyone knows how to You should do. post an event hubs article, Knuckle Do, specifically Knuckle Do <laughs> wins Toriukin. And then put in parentheses where you at Gustavo. Yeah, yeah that could be the same. But then still put G wins Perfect. the next time Gustavo wins something. <laughs> <laughs> Just keep him in check, you know? That'd be so good. Okay. All wrong as hell. Um, that wasn't the only CPT event this weekend. Uh, there was one in Spain called Sonic Boom. Uh, and again, no one in Europe seems to have the answer to this, man. Problem X gets yet another win over his, uh, under his belt, I should say. Uh, taking it over fellow countryman Infectious. Uh, good weekend for him, though. Uh, especially since this was his first event get since getting signed by Team Games, uh a week and a half ago. So strong way to kick out mm-hmm. his place on the squad. Gamer B making top three as well. Um, Bolt Strike and Mr. Crimson also making top eight. So congratulations to those yeah, players. Yeah, it's cool to see Mr. Crimson on there. Wasn't he like the first winner of the first Street Fighter Five tournament ever with Laura? Am I making that Maybe. up? Maybe. It sounds right. I think he did win like the first Street Fighter fight. Yeah, that sounds right. I remember something like that. And he made the first Capcom Cup, and he made the last Street Fighter Four Capcom Cup. So he's been kind of an under-the-radar but incredible player for a long time now. Mm-hmm. Hey, who's Infectious using these days? He was a big body character. He, right? was an, he, he played Abigail before. in the e, – or the whatever they called it, the British League that no one watched because it was on Facebook. Gfinity? Gfinity. Um yeah, I'm guessing he, he still Abigail, plays Abigail. I'm guessing he does. What was that, John? I was going to say, I know that it uh, looks like everyone's saying Zeku oh, in the Zeku. chat, which is interesting because he is, like I said, a big body character player and he has used Abigail in the past. But Zeku is an interesting choice. Zeku has two bodies. Does that make him a one big body? If add them together in your heart and brain? That's a galaxy brain ask what a statement. <laughs> I, I, I don't think it counts that way. I think it just averages out. So if he's got two little bodies, he's still a little body. No. Whereas if it was Zeku and me, it'd be a slightly larger bo- body. <laughs> All right, fine. Uh, what else you got? Sub to Steve's <laughs> Patreon. <laughs> get the uh, get the Steve calendar. We're talking. Can about we tell later. the chat about the Steve calendar because? I don't know how much in the way we have for funds, but I bet you if we told the chat about it, they'd all give us like two bucks each, and we could make the Steve All these bucks are going to Steve's Patreon. If you want to interrupt the recap, John, and hit them with your badass idea for Steve's Patreon, then I think you should just do it. We just do it? All right. Chat. For one second. Listen. (laughs) What's the... Okay. Would you purchase and put up on your wall a calendar featuring art from Boss Logic? Because Efren has him, he's following Efren on Twitter, so we know we can get Boss Logic to do this. <laughs> what he's going to do is he's going to take a bunch of sexy fighting game characters like Jury, like Hot Ryu, like Mai, uh, and he's going to Photoshop Steve's face onto them. And it's going to be a 12 month calendar, and it's going to be sexy Steve fighting game characters. And then behind those are going to be Steve's actual fighting game calendar schedules. And also we'll have listed all of the CPT events, and Steve will do all the work for that because he does all the work for stuff like that. Would you not buy 10 of those and, and give them to all your friends? You would. I would. And, you know, somebody here is in all caps saying, Steven Urian outfit. That one is actually the 13th month, won't be Photoshopped. He has that Speedo banana hammock. So I, we'll was, just- uh, I was waiting for the right moment to bust that out. 
you know, I was waiting for the the time I could actually go to Comic Con uh, <laughs> to do it. But you know, you, you let the cat out of the bag. Yeah. Well, um, just don't let the banana out of the hammock, and we should be fine. But we can get those pictures taken. You know, I might volunteer, Steve, if you're comfortable with that, to take the pictures of just that know. one outfit. You're, you're, you're volunteering very eagerly, I must say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure That's Steve, but no Photoshop. I'll buy that. <laughs> oh, God. Steve, um, do you want to just cosplay these? Because I feel like you're sexy enough, you know? Uh, th- there was a tournament called Fight in Rio. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, took place in Brazil, and it was a strong showing for the home country, getting uh, seven of the top eight flip finishers, including the winner, Dark, get, getting his first win in nearly three years on the CPT, uh, taking it over Zenith, who had his first ever grand final appearance at a CPT event. Uh, so congratulations to both of those players. Uh, Doomsnake coming over for Panama the only person to prevent the home country sweeping the entire top eight. And Brojinho coming over from I don't play these games anymore, getting fourth place, what's up with that? I'm pretty sure he retired like a month ago. It's like riding a bike, you know. You know I, I, I've told you about Steve's my... theory is true. It's very true. Yeah, you're right. You're 100% right. But but there's, I have a theory, and it's called the fighting game retirement theory. And it it goes that your when you announce your retirement the likelihood of that retirement actually being a retirement is inversely proportional to the amount of attention you give that announcement what do you mean like if you make a big show of it you will never retire yeah (laughs) yeah If, if you just decide to stop showing up at locals and don't tell anybody you're 90 percent chance you're done if you make a five-page twit longer uh, saying goodbye to the entire community and saying that you just got to give the game up you know, forever, you'll be back in two months. Guaranteed. Puzera in our chat says he said he'd come back for this oh, tournament just to starts. defend his home city. Well, well then he's got to defend his home country. Then he's got to go to Traita. And, and in Area 51 raids happening soon, he's going to defend planet Earth. I'm going to become a fighting game PI and start searching CFN for these people's like secondary tags when they supposedly quit. Out them. <laughs> I can tell. I, we have to get you a Ferrari. That's the uh, that's the secondary goal is to get uh, uh, Donka Ferrari so you can be Donka PI. Yeah, of course. I would watch that show for like five minutes. Hundred percent. Oh, it's just me uh, on CFN. speaking of watching stuff we've got a few events coming up this week uh the e-league mortal Kombat showdown uh continues tomorrow uh this friday there's actually a tournament at the seminal hard rock casino in florida uh a mortal Kombat 11 tournament with a ten thousand dollar prize pool Uh, and if i remember correctly the grand final of that will take place during an intermission on the on an MMA fight card that same night. What MMA um, league it, is it's it? It's like a local uh, or a regional. It's not like UFC or anything like that, but a more regional MMA uh, organization. So I, I'll see. I'll retweet the details after the show. Uh, but the two big FGC events this weekend are Defend the North and VS Fighting. 
uh, Defend the North, a ranking event on the CPT. It's also the conclusion of the Jazzy Circuit, which is the community-run Third Strike Circuit. So some good Third Strike action to check out this weekend there. Uh, VS Fighting, one of the big events in Europe. Uh, premier event for CPT, master event for the Tekken World Tour, uh, part of the DOA World Tour. And we just found out part of the Dragon Ball Fighters World Tour. Hey, cool. What's MKIK Cup? Uh, that is the Mortal Kombat Intercontinental Cup. Uh, oh, so cool. that is the European path uh, to the uh, MK11 Grand Final. If they're going out of the way to make a spell Intercontinental with a K, why wouldn't they spell Cup with a K? Well, I that guess that would be th- But then it would be three Ks, and maybe that, that would yeah, be... Oh, yeah. yeah. That, that makes sense. sense. Okay. 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 Just, okay. Just, you know what? We take it back. Now, we do have a very important <laughs> question in the chat. TinyTech85 says, are we not going to get the story behind Donka's hair, or is that just his hair now? What does this mean? So we've got a mohawk now. Yeah. Oh, wait, I think it's probably better on this side. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wait, he did a fade? I didn't even see that. Like, blowing the back, got a mullet, got a mohawk. It's like, it's like a little bit like Egon Spengler. Yeah. Anybody? Can, like, my hair's getting pretty long. I can pull it back, you know? Egon mm-hmm. from uh, Ghostbusters? Yep. In the cartoon, he had like a just in the middle. I really only watch. Uh, for me, Ghostbusters is only the 2016 remake. Everything <laughs> else before that was terrible and was trash. John, shut your mouth, dude. Are you wow, upset by this tiny text? About, Do you not like it? I'm about to make another wrestling reference, so be Let's quiet uh, or, or be careful. But when you look down, Mike, you look a lot like EC3. I don't even know. And who that yeah, it would help if you knew who EC3 is. Okay. Just look down at your notes real quick. Yeah, look down so they can... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not even a go. little bit. I mean, maybe in the physique. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> yeah. It's uh... Whew. It's dead on. Okay, moving on. Uh, CEO Taku has announced their game You know list. my doppelganger, though, right? Uh, is it Magnus? or yeah, is Magnus. It... No, wait. I saw another guy that I was like, oh, okay, that's the real Donka. Damn, who was it? It wasn't the. It wasn't the dude that came out on uh, that one episode of uh, Dark Mirror, Black Mirror. That was also in uh, Breaking Bad. All right. Let's no, 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 let's no, no, no. This on. is important, guys. Let's Help me on. remember. It, it wasn't Magnus. There was another guy. <laughs> Come on. Uh, what are you laughing at? What's Steve laughing at? No, someone in the chat said he lo- said uh, Mike looks like JB. You, JB and uh, I are bros. Yeah, yeah we're curly hair bros. <laughs> okay. Can, can, Carter the third, right? Can we get a side by side? If can, I'll, I'll see if I can find a picture. I love JB. We play Hearthstone together. <laughs> okay. I'm a beat up JB. That's <laughs> yeah. right. Yeah, I am. Back to CEO Taku, which is CEO, obviously, Jabali's anime tournament. There's a fuck ton of anime up in this list here. How about I read them off for you? You do that. Blaze Blue Central Fiction. Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle, DFC right. Ignition, Dragon Ball Fighters, Guilty Gear, XX Accent Core Plus R. <laughs> Is Kill a Kill even out yet? <laughs> Guilty Gear, Extra Rev 2, Kill a Kill, Koime Embu, Urr, <laughs> Melty Blood, Million Arthur Arcana Blood, Sailor Moon S, Samurai Showdown, Skullgirls, Second Encore, Soul Calibur 6, Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3. Unist. 
I feel like Steve could have made a handful of these up and we wouldn't have questioned it because <laughs> it's just like noun, noun, acronym, whatever, you know, abbreviation. And yeah, sure, it's an anime game. Which is exactly why I love uh, Climax at Night because that it, it's the greatest name for a tournament if you get the full name out there. It, 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 it's just perfect. I... Uh, but what do you guys think about a tournament like Siotaku, which is you know, aimed at the anime audience, including some games that aren't necessarily what you would think of as anime, like Which Sam would you... Show. Oh, okay. I mean, I think it's smart. I think it works out. I went um, two years ago to see Otaku mostly to play KOF 14. Um, and it felt like they are an anime tournament, but they're also just kind of a, a tournament for the little guys, you know, for the, the games that aren't as big. Although Sam Show is like the fourth most entered game at Evo, so, which is cool. But yeah, I think that's fine. I don't think anyone there complains. And I think SNK games will forever have a home in the anime community. Um, I don't, I feel like we actually played it on the show, but I can't remember for the life of me what the Kill a Kill game looks like. I tried watching the anime like, and it was just a little too much TNA, although I appreciate it. it had a lot of style, but it was like embarrassing to watch in mixed company. So, um, you, you, you got to remix your company event. It's a qual, it's a fun show. You know, sure. it, it's like, it's that level of fan service that's so over the top that it's hard to really be offended by it. I mean, I did get really into uh, My Hero Academia. Where's that? Why isn't that one game, like the Shonen Jump game or whatever it is on this? Jump Force? That's the one. Okay, here's the Kill a Kill trailer in the meantime. That would require people to uh, play Jump Force. Well, they just put Bakugo in there, the dude with the nitroglycerin grenade hands. I've gotten Um, so old. This shit all looks the same to me. Like You could just play like 70 different anime and I could not tell a difference. You know what I'm real into, speaking of anime right now, is that Neon Genesis Evangelion, dude. That's Wait, you're, you're only like 20 years behind. I know. Well, it's finally on Netflix, and I was like, all right, I'll give it a shot. Dude, I'm, I'm really liking it. No spoilers. I'm like, I'm on episode like 19 or something. All right, so this is the Kill a Kill game. Uh, there's some product Come, information coming up, apparently. <laughs> comes out trailer. next week. Okay, so that's I, exciting. I, I forget exactly when, but... I only remember uh, Red Lingerie Girl and White Lingerie Girl. Yeah, those are the two characters that are right there. Um, and that's it. They <laughs> just have, like, little... Oh, I remember these. No, those characters nipples. aren't there. I'm not in the show. They're not, they're not in the game either. Um, oh, and then there's, like, the mother of the lingerettes. That's her on the left. And then there's uh, oh, wireframe red f- wire threads. Oh, and her little friend. Does her friend fight? She was so. Uh, she had Ew. a big heart. Oh, get yeah, this that, off the screen. It looks bad right now. Oh, no, 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 please no. stop. No, let's watch a little more. Because I want to see what it's all about. I'll fast forward to like. Uh, okay, that doesn't look. Is good. there a tentacle character? I bet you wish there Shuma was. Shumagorath guest character. <laughs> Bloody Valor Star. It doesn't look good. What is the UI? Yeah, I'm trying to understand. Oh. I'm trying to understand, but I don't think I like this. Um, okay, but uh, see Otaku, it's a love letter to the anime community. Uh, it's, it's usually fun to watch. I'm going to say it. Sometimes it's cringy to see people holding body pills as they commentate. Um, but, you know, I guess it has its audience. Uh, I am not. That's it. how I feel about it, and I think it's cool. I yeah. like it. Um, Nalga Fighter, blocks with face. Um, <laughs> Nalga is butt, guys. Okay, so uh, what else do you want to say about see Otaku? CEO Taku. I got nothing. You got nothing? Registration is open. So. Okay. 
Uh, let's move on then. Community choice nominees for esports awards. Other than Chris Bond being nominated for esports photographer of the year, I, why do you think that happens? Because he was on the show. Now, uh, you know, he does good work. If I'm being honest, and I would say this to Chris, I think that they're, I think they're better photographers. But he's there all the time. What the fuck was the point of saying that? <laughs> because I'm being honest. No, because this is a competition. So I mean, it's he's got his work cut out for him. I'm being honest, man. Jeez. There's well, absolutely no reason to be honest. Be Why? Nuanced. He's a great uh, photographer. He does a great, great job. I would vote for him. Efren's... <laughs> First off, Efren's in this kind of field, so maybe he knows a little bit more than the average person, and he's flexing his photography muscles a little bit. No, but I will say I that understand. Stephanie Lindgren I just can't understand – why you can't <laughs> block your thoughts in your head sometimes, or they think like, we're talking about if, if you, if, like, why, honestly, why the fact that Efren <laughs> was ever an anchor and like could ever read it, I was never an is the scariest thing I've ever seen. I was like, never if I put a teleprompter in front of Efren, I can make him say anything, and it's terrible. <laughs> let, let, me, let me say what Efren meant it's that Steph, I think Stephanie Lindgren's also on that list, right? Yeah, because and uh, his Tempest Rob on that. Some uh, Chris Bond has had some great photos. I haven't seen any photos of Chris Bonds that I've been like, mm, not so great. But I maybe don't have as, as precise an eye for this stuff as Efren does. But I have seen from Stephanie Lindgren, uh, like like last Combo Breaker, she had that amazing shot of Goichi and Sonic Fox. She also captured when, um, uh, who was it, Scar and Daddy had their altercation. She's got some pretty amazing uh, you know, spots for her resume. So maybe you could say something like, I think there are people that might deserve it more. But holy <laughs> shit, man, you're just going on crazy. I said I what I said. There are photographers that I think are better at their craft. Well, good for you. Fair enough. That's, that's not much better. Uh, but the eSports Awards announced uh, they have a batch of awards that are community voted. Uh, seven categories. Three, including uh, FGC tangent uh, figures. Uh, Stephanie Lindgren and Chris Bond are not nominated for Esports Photographer of the Year. Uh, you also have Super Smash Brothers Ultimate nominated for Esports Breakthrough Game of the Year. And Kitty Kaboom as Esports Cosplayer of the Year. Take it. <laughs> What is what is that face? Wait, so Kitty Kaboom? Uh, wh- wh- who are the other nominees for that? Let me Google um, Kitty Kaboom. This is a good idea. Can I can I showcase how Efren feels about this right now? Can yeah. I showcase how Efren feels about this right now? Yes. Complete serendipitous. Okay. <laughs> we left oh. it on that. I don't have anything against cosplay. Um, <laughs> I'm sure you don't. I'm looking at I, Kitty Kaboom. Oh, she's I, I, like from California, right? She's been like at uh, like Wednesday Night Fights type stuff. What are you doing over there? She's at Wednesday Night Fights a lot, yeah. What's going on with... Uh... John put something in the chat. That's on oh, I'm so, ignore that. I'm just sharing. I needed to get it on my phone so I could share it with the chat because someone asked about Stephanie Lindgren's Ever Have you seen better cosplayers than Kitty Kaboom? Um, <laughs> you know, I just want to be Have you seen honest. better schedule makers than Steve? Never. There doesn't exist one. Now, what happens if Kitty Kaboom... Has her cosplay photos done by Chris Bond? Does that just just kill your boner completely? Or what? I feel like it's a combination of you could probably get a better photographer and a better cosplayer in that situation. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Whatever. Well, you so, know what? I don't think we could ever get a better host for this show. I'm certain you could. Alon did a pretty good job. What about Donka? Say something shitty no, about. I him? suck at it. <laughs> I've got no interest. Please don't make me do it. Whatever, dude. I won't share my opinion. 
ever again because we got a bunch Me of too. snowflakes around here. I don't, I don't know about you people. I agree. I okay, really Super don't. D is saying Chris Bond is an overall awesome human. <laughs> He's yeah, absolutely. He's fucking great. Next topic. Can, all right, can we, can we talk about Dragon Ball Fighters World Tour? Okay, maybe the next topic. <laughs> what do you want right, to say about the Dragon Ball Fighters that. World Tour? Uh, so we mentioned this during uh, the recap, but last Wednesday, uh, the Dragon Ball Fighters World Tour announced its next stop, which is VS Fighting this weekend. <laughs> they made that announcement ten days before <laughs> the. They, not only did they make it ten days before the tournament starts. They also made it after registration initially closed. So they had to reopen registration specifically for DBFZ. There are some so, screw-ups when you're starting out doing a new thing that you can kind of go, oh, all right, well, it sucks that they screw that up, but they'll figure it out and they'll move forward. And I can see how they might have gotten hung up, how they might not have thought to put that in the fine print, things along those lines. But this, like... Dragon Ball Fighters, it's a big old AAA-ass game. It's had success. It was the top dog at EVO last year. Um, and these people that are, are running it seem to know, or they should know, what's going on. It's like esports is a big deal. How do you do this kind of a thing? How do you how do you drop the Dragon Ball so heavily? I didn't, I've forgotten that game existed. And it's well, they're like, not doing a good job of reminding people, are they? And it's like, like, like we said when they launched this, they have two to-be-announced slots between CEO and Evo. This is one of them. Uh, the other one still hasn't been announced yet. We might hear something next week or tomorrow. But then, again, you've got probably nine, ten days to figure to try and get a flight to wherever in the world it is to try and get these points. The whole... And, it's, and it'd be something if... It would be something if it were like a company that was just starting up. But this is Twitch and this is Bandai Namco. We're doing the Tekken World Tour and other yeah, which world was like tours the, before the, the that world and have done a really good job. Yeah, the Tekken World Tour was like the, you know, started from the bottom, now we're here tour that like made Tekken so great. And then this is like, I don't even know what this is. It's sad. I, 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 I. I I, I, it, it, I don't even play DBFZ and it stresses me. I don't even play the game and I'm stressing over world tour events that I'm not going to, that I only pu- plug the results into my spreadsheet because I've got this massive spreadsheet because I'm me and that's what I do. And I'm, I'm feeling stress over this. It, yeah, it, I, I feel bad for the players. I just went and voted for Chris Bond on these esports awards. What you guys are discussing this? <laughs> Did you vote for Steve's massive spreadsheet? It's not on here, man. Oh, I, I don't know man. anybody on this freaking. Probably wouldn't fit. The content creator of the year. I, I know, like two. I recognize two faces. This esports award. There's only one guy on here. Well, That's sexist. No better content creators than all those people. Who, wait, hey, Ever, I'm gonna censor. What? Like, you gotta <laughs> stop. Who should I vote for on esports breakthrough game of the year? NBA 2K19, RuneScape Classic, FIFA 19, Brawl Stars, Magic the Gathering Arena, Guns of Boom. The fuck's out of Guns of Boom? RuneScape Classic, PUBG, RuneScape. Oh, here it is. Old school. Uh, Battalion, Apex Legends, Super Smash Bros. It's a fighting game. Doing it. Locking it in. Um. 
Damn, uh, you can go to esportsaward.com to vote or slash vote uh, to vote in these categories as well. Fuck, I gotta put in my details. Um, I'm actually okay. By the way, I think I have a pretty good idea of how they're choosing these tournaments. So if you need like a consultant for what tournaments might be on the DBFC Pro Tour, so you need to buy your flights, I'm here. Um, how are they doing it? I don't charge a lot. What? You know, speaking of how much you charge, there's a topic that I wanted to talk about. And before we get to EO numbers, we want to jump into this. So there was a video. I don't know if you guys have seen or frequent Say Jam's uh, YouTube channel. But he had one on there. I don't regularly click on it because I think that there's better streamers out there. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, but no, I saw a clickbaity. It wasn't even clickbaity, but I thought it was a good headline. It intrigued me, the topic. And he was talking about rates of what he gets paid and how he kind of sees the whole thing, uh, the space. Um before I jump into some of these uh, finer details, how many gigs do you think you do a year, and how has it been being a commentator versus like that transition? I mean, well, look, I'm a very, you know, vagabond day by day kind of comes your way, cool. Side. If yeah, not, cool. fuck it. So I, I do things in Texas, or I do things I'm invited to do. I do Evo I and do like the army like ones that, that, that you've done ones, recently. Yeah. Um. The U.S. So Army exactly ones. Was your question? So the U.S. Army ones pay better, not yes. by virtue of being a funding intern, but by being f- well funded, right? And how does that work out? Like, do you give them your rate, or they're like, "Hey, this is how much it pays. Do you want it?" So I'll be super forthcoming. I don't have a rate, and yeah. I'm the guy who can, I who probably hurts the system a little bit because I don't give a fuck, and I'll take what you pay me. Yeah, because like, other guys are like, like, "Fuck you, Duncan. I just you're like the rest doing of us. it, and it's not my job." Yeah. Um, these guys have rates, and they should. And they should be paid them if the people want to have them. And thankfully, the FGC is so nuclear and the same group of broadcasters does this so frequently for so many of the tournaments that it's basically a monopoly. And, you know, they tend to pay the guys what they pay the guys. But, you know, I've heard some stories from, in, from, from other commentators that, you know, some tournaments – do the typical, you know, I thought you wanted to come for exposure. I want, thought you wanted to come for this. And at this, this point, Sejam doesn't That's need any more, more exposure. Type deal. But I thought it was an interesting topic. You know, and he, he it is interesting, it. and I'm glad he's being forthcoming about it because it helps other creators, you know. Like, the fact of the matter is, if you've got no idea what anyone else is making. That's and- what I actually, I, I'm not sure because I didn't uh, watch like the last couple minutes of it. Um, I'm not sure if he gets into this, but, you know, there's this thing in general workplace. It's like, if you want to help your you know, there's like a discrepancy in pay scale for men and women. Tell your female coworkers how much you make, right? It's a thing. Right. In this case, that's not exactly where I'm going with it, but like tell other commentators what you make um, because it could maybe start to uh, – don't, don't be an asshole like Donka who like, I'll do it for anything. Um, but so anyway, he goes into it and he talks about the importance of sticking to your guns Yeah. and uh, saying this is how much I get paid and you want to pay me to commentate. This, this, is, this is what I command. And he talks about you know instances where that's worked out just fine. It's a very interesting instances where people have said absolutely not. How dare you? you're insulting me? I thought you cared about the community, and it's like they turn it back that's on them. Stupid. I mean, 100%. if you if you want good commentary for your events, and you want people to like FGC more, and you yourself want to enjoy the streams more, you need these guys to be able to make a living. And the commentators, and I'm not, you know, I'm just saying the good commentators really make streams a lot more watchable. There's Certainly. a reason people don't watch. 
thousand hour arcade streams of 10 hours of the best gameplay possible and they do watch you know tournament streams well to that point you know I've, i i always go back to something i thought was super interesting um that ultra david once said to me at texas showdown when i interviewed him about commentary i was asking you know what kind of commentary does he like when he watches replays who does he gravitate towards and he's like no nah, i watch that shit on mute because he's watching the match not trying and to some people are like that right yeah but anyway, to my point, um, he's – again, I'm just diving into this video and some of the topics that he brought up. He was like, you know, a lot of tournaments will be like, oh, well, I'll just get one of these pro players when he comes off his match to like be a guest commentator. He's like, yeah, it's great and they're super knowledgeable, but they're not going to bring the hype like what you're talking about. They're not going to bring the entertainment factor and they'd be like, oh, he's doing this, this, and this. Yeah, that was neat. The and thing about commentary is that it's like the most one-to-one with sports of like any comparison, right? Like we do it the same way for the most part. We have two guys up there. They talk. They try to get pro players to do it. Some of them are really bad. Some of them give good insight. But the fact of the matter is being good at the game, knowing a lot about the game, isn't going to make you a good commentator. Mm -hmm. It's a great sub skill, Mm -hmm. and it's certainly very helpful, Mm -hmm. and it certainly will make people respect you more. But there is almost zero connection directly between your ability to make a match watchable or make it interesting and how good you are at the game. So, yeah, it has to be. And I think some of them are good. I think Justin's insight, for example, is really good. And I think if you pair him with a good commentator, it's good. But there are a lot of the best players in the world who you would not want to hear talk about. Well, what about the argument, and this just popped in my head as I was listening to him talk, that that to a degree they're like, you need a good commentator to make it hype. I'm like, well, in that case, are you fabricating something that – like are you fabricating the emotion of how hype it is in reality? Like you're selling me shit. But I'm like, dude, that was great because I was actually just excited about the ooh, 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 oohs. That, you know. There are times that happens, but that doesn't have to have to be how it is. A lot of people are watching are pretty casual. Like when I watch soccer or tennis, for example, sports I'm not that well versed in. Sometimes mm-hmm. the commentators really help me understand what's going on, mm-hmm. and something that should be hype to me, but I don't understand, becomes hype because now I understand what is going on and I understand why that's exciting. yes, yes. When I watch football, which I know something about, you know, it's a little less important, but. Most I, um, people watching Evo, for example, don't know what the fuck is going on. Side note, the I guess it was Sonic Boom. Was that in Spain you said, right? Yes. I uh, I was trying to watch the Mortal Kombat 11 stream, and I couldn't because the commentator was ruining it for me. He thought he said, oh, I'm just doing – I'm trying to give the audience at home the feeling of being here. And apparently everybody was doing the ooh-ooh-oohs during the strings in Mortal Kombat. So he was doing them nonstop. I, I literally could not watch. My advice, and I say this as like you know a B-tier – commentator (laughs) i think you're selling yourself short but go for it is if you do not feel like saying ooh ooh ooh, if that's not like your actual reaction to a situation you shouldn't do it yeah if people don't think you're funny in real life you shouldn't try to be funny on the stream i'm not saying you shouldn't commentate but i'm saying you have a natural way of speaking and you have a natural way people like interpret you and and like you and that is what is going to do best yeah and that's like a life lesson, but it's especially sure. a commentary lesson. If you're, mm-hmm. if you're not going to – Yeah. And, and for the record, I love it. When, I mean I enjoy Yipes' commentary. This guy doing yeah, his yeah, Yipes impression Yipes is fucking sucked. funny, right? Yeah. And he knew he was funny and he's been funny in the arcades his whole life. So when he thinks something he's about to say is funny, he probably is. Yeah. Um, Space Dive in our chat says, I turn off the video and just listen to the commentary. It's the old radio style. <laughs> Okay, um, anyway, is there anything else worth yeah, mentioning? Yeah, no, some people are great at it, some people aren't. Oh, okay, so I know that, uh, I don't want to dwell on this too long because we have evil numbers, but I, there was some interesting stuff that he was saying. He's like, you know, like, if you don't want to pay me to be at your, to commentate your stream, that's fine. I'm going to take your stream later and analyze it and probably make money off on the back end regardless on my YouTube views, which I thought was maybe a little, uh, 
not dirty, but like, all right, fine, if that's how you want to do it. Um, had they not put on that stream, you wouldn't have that opportunity. And then he was talking about uh, how heirs can stay home and make more money than if they were to pay him to do commentary because they probably can't afford him. But if he stays home and restreams the Tekken World Tour, Tekken World Tour gets that viewership. He makes money. Like everybody gets – it's like a huge shot I mean it's, in the it's arm. he's an influencer at this point. But isn't, that, isn't super, that wild? It is wild. Because yeah. I had heard that with like Ninja. It's like, dude, you can't afford me because I make so much more money dude, you streaming. Can't, if you take him out of his house for an hour, he lost money. There's like yes. nothing you can do to make him make – yeah, it's crazy. And, and Eris is definitely hitting those numbers. Well, obviously yeah. not Ninja numbers, but the point where he's like, e, I don't know if it, it, it benefits me more to stay home. That was interesting. And then stuff that you mentioned earlier also that was pretty obvious was like it's not always who you are. It's who you know. And there's some established commentators that will always get a gig at a certain tournament because and of, it's a uh, small group, man. Yeah. Like and like, as I said, it's one company that hires for nearly every tournament. Basically, everyone hires the same people to put on the stream. Mm-hmm. Those people have their guys who they hire to come out to the stream. Mm-hmm. It's pretty hard to break into that. I and mean, if if you want to, and that's your dream, then you commentate your locals. You reach out when you can. Every single one of these big tournaments has slots. I think, you know, I'm not going to name any names just because, but. The people who run these are really good about giving people opportunities mm-hmm. if you show that you're worth it. And of course. People do it. So, Cool. All right. That's all I have to say about that SageM video. It was uh, very thorough, thoughtful, and uh, you know it's easy to listen to that guy. Even though his voice, in my opinion, is kind of nasally, but um, it's still worth watching. Give that guy Are there some other money. voices that are better for commentary? In your I opinion? feel like there are. Um, I mean, I wouldn't say mics, are- but... Certainly Are we not. just going to burn every bridge we have tonight? <laughs> uh, now I'm just making it a gag. I really appreciate I'm sure. It. Again, I'm sure. I linked it in the chat because I think you should watch it. I think it was pretty good stuff. Uh, thank you to Higashi Des uh, for subscribing for the for their fourth month. And they also say that Donka's commentary is great. I agree. Thank you. Alex Valle is saying, I wonder where all the talent comes from. Um, I'm curious to know what you mean by that. Like, uh, like Wednesday Night Fight type stuff? I remember. <laughs> I, well, I, I do remember a lot of these dudes commentary doing. Commentary oh yeah, there. no, I mean for sure. I'll outwardly say it. Yeah, Alex has raised a lot of the best commentators, probably most of them. Yeah, through Wednesday Night Fight Stream. Okay, so move to California. And, and the other, <laughs> That's where all the opportunities like, are. Like how I kind of you know first got my interest in writing, even way before I got into FGC stuff. Like I'd watch a I'd watch a, a game of football. And then I'd sort of go in and write the write an article right after yeah. as if I was writing for the paper, you know, mm-hmm. just to see if I could do it. So that's a good way to um, not only practice, but to get a real because there's, you know, these tournaments that you talk about, 99 percent of them, they'll give you a chance. But you have to make a real in order to so they have something to make their decision based on. So that's that's a quick way to do it even without going to your locals just having something there um i do remember <laughs> ultra david commentating when there was a player named bukake <laughs> and saying something to the effect of oh and he came all over his face <laughs> and like actually making it sound like david's funny yeah he really throws in some but david's funny and david's way and david doesn't try to be shit. funny in yipes's way and that's why he's a good commentator yeah um okay commentary say jam is a shit watch that shit it was good uh, moving on, Evo numbers have dropped, and they are impressive. Uh, where's that? Okay, yeah, hit it. So I'll read. Wow. I'll rattle these off to you. 
Evo 2019, final entrant numbers. There's no like last minute emergency registration. On there site. is always There's like always. the emergency registration that's like two hundred bucks. It's literally like it's like you go to the Brawlhalla studio and like you pay Sergey like <laughs> whatever he wants, and Mister Wizard's He's there like, in the back of the guy. hot tub. And if you do, if you make the right moves, you can get into Evo now. But it's he, tough. He like splits a Oreo, and if the cream's on the one side, you're in. Oh, yeah, not, it's. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't know how you knew that. Actually, right, right. that is. That's exactly right. All right, all right. Sorry, Elon. Let's go back to this graphic here. Okay, <laughs> starting at the top with a massive three thousand four hundred ninety-two. How much was that one record-breaking Street Fighter Five tournament when it first came out? At uh... it was just shy of fifty-one hundred. Jesus. So there have been more single-game entrants. That was a weird year. Yeah. I, no one knows how that happened. But okay. It was crazy. Anyway, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, the only Smash game at Evo 2019, has 3,492 entrants. Street Fighter V Arcade Edition, a pretty distant second at 1,929. I don't know. What, why is it green versus white? Franchise oh, record. Indicates uh, the Evo green, versus, oh, wow. The numbers in Got green it. are Evo records for that franchise. Sick. Thank you for that. Okay, Tekken 7, 1,885. There was an interesting tweet from uh, Harada that I'll pull up in a little bit. Sam Show, first time the game just came out, first time at this Evo, or at Evo, uh, 1,719. Who expected Samurai Shodan to have more entrance than Mortal Kombat 11? We'll come back to that because that's a juicy topic. Uh, So Mortal Kombat 11, 1,567. It's obviously a record. It's the first time here. Dragon Ball Fighter. Well, is that is that a record over all the Mortal Kombat appearances yes. at Evo? Yes. Oh wow, cool. So Sam Show, that's a record for all SNK games. So it's not well. so much impressive that Sam Show is better than Mortal Kombat 11. It's just impressive that Sam Show has as many entrances as it does. Because in fact, this is a great showing for Mortal Kombat. Is what you're saying? It's it's great showings all around. Yeah, we'll get literally. Into this. All right, we'll come back to it. Let me finish. Dragon Ball Fighters eleven ninety one. Undernight Inbirth eleven fifty six. Soul Calibur not in the thousand club seven hundred forty two. And Blaze Blue Cross Tag six hundred forty. These right. are all good numbers. Discuss. No, I think there is not a single game here that isn't higher than I thought it would be. To be honest, like if you had told me Dragon Ball Fighters was going to have an eleven hundred entries, I would have laughed at you. You know, like I would have thought that's crazy. So I'm glad. I'm glad that they were able to get that many people out of there. The least entered game is Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle, a game that might not have a local where you live, and yet it still has 640 people playing. That's it's a wild. fucking lot. I mean, like, it's now, cool. what, what do you attribute that to? Is it maybe foreign players? Like Japanese players play that shit out of that game or something? There are several. I mean, you look at Evo, and it has a lot of crossover compared to other tournaments. People enter a lot of games. I'm not, as someone who's playing Sam Show, and it's basically the only game they're playing at Evo. A lot of people signed up for this game before it was out. You you're know, they you're, you're like, playing Sam Show Evo? Yeah. A lot of people were like, oh, it's 10 bucks. I'm already paying you know, $1,000 to go to Evo. The game's not out yet. Maybe I'll like it. I'll enter now. So that will be That's a good... That's the other big thing. How many buys first round in a lot of There will games, be a lot of buys. Like I, would pro- I would bet my life on it. There's going to be, I would say, at least 20% DQ. Um, you're betting your life on that? Pretty much, yeah. In Vegas? I was there the KOF shirt year. And this is kind of like that. I don't think I've seen a single match in my life of Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle. Where, do, where where are people playing that? Is it at tournaments other than CEO Taku? It's its own. The people who play that game like it the most. It has <laughs> I would a, hope. But I mean, it's never. It's like no one's side game. The Blaze Blue Cross oh, Tag Battle it. gamers are like they love BBC TV. Yeah, it's part of the uh, Arc Reaver World Tour. Okay. Yes, this is 
the last qualifier for Arc Revo. So BB Tag is part of it. There will also be official side events for Exerd and uh, BB Central Fiction that are part of the tour. Um, okay, sorry to nil mind. I didn't mean to. The disparage. crazy one is Samurai Showdown, though. It is insane that they got 1,700 entrants. Okay, and you just attribute it to, like, fuck, it's going to be a new game. There's a chance. I think a lot of it is that, yes. I think it, like, it just blows my mind that people – because, I mean, most people registered for that game before the game was out. It only came out a couple weeks ago. So there's no confirmation that – and I'm not trying to get into a conspiracy theory that a game developer will pay Evo proper to, like, hey, I want you to have our game there because it will be a huge – I'll tell you it's essentially confirmed that that happens. Okay, but but that's not where I'm trying to go with it. Even though I know that certainly another TO, prominent TO, has confirmed that that's exactly what happens. Um, regardless, it's like, yeah, fine. If the money's in the bank or the check clears, I'll put the game in there. But do you think that even Mr. Wizard expected this number? It's got to be ridiculous. You're like, holy shit, this totally paid off on top of you know what we may or may not have gotten paid to put this game in here. I've said it before. I'll say it again. Fighting games revolve around EVO. It is, like, the thing that breathes life back. And not that there's no life in them, but, I mean, it's, like, the thing that, like, keeps the pulse going every year. Like, this tournament means so much to the community. And there's been the Pro Tours and Tekken and all these other events have done a great job making it not the only thing that happens every year, but it still is a time when a large chunk of people who don't care about fighting games every other day of the year come back like you'll see like a kotaku post everything you need to know to enjoy I evo have a friend who i met in france when i went in high school that was like oh i watch evo like you're go, you're there you know like he's and he never watches any other time but there's a lot of people like that who once a year they turn it on so it's that's basically like the olympics right it's you like know, the olympics it's, it's, or the it's world a cup, way to you know? shine that spotlight on games that really don't draw in that spotlight the re- on its own like you know smash will do well throughout the year Street Fighter V will do well throughout the year, especially at Capcom Cup. But do you think a whole bunch of people are going to be watching Eunice on the regular compared to how many are going to be watching at Evo? You know, this is just a great way to get new eyes on on these smaller games. And I use smaller loosely because, I mean, even at 640, that's the largest ever smallest game at an Evo. How many people entered like Street Fighter Four in two thousand nine or two thousand ten or eleven? That's I think I handed a story on that like years ago. It was like a thousand exactly. Street Fighter not uh, Street Fighter Four in two thousand nine broke a thousand. What was the smallest game in two thousand nine? You know, like what was they they were probably in like around a hundred, right? If even it was yeah, like the biggest tournaments were like maybe three hundred in two thousand eight. Okay, now. What about the fact that Smash Ultimate is shitting over everybody by almost... That can't be a surprise. I mean, it just can't. Okay, but what I'm trying to say is this is supposed to be a fighting game tournament, and Smash is, I mean, by a wide margin, the number one game. And what surprises me is that the Smash community has giant tournaments that are well-attended and that have their own kind of circuit thing, and that Evo is almost like an outlier for them, yet here they are showing up in full force. Because Smash is its own beast. It's like there's no denying it is what it is. It's like immensely bigger than pretty much everything else. Street Fighter is the other biggest game in the fighting game community and kind of like the leader of fighting games when you're not talking about Smash. Smash blows it out of the water. It's just like this thing is 
And we've talked about that before, how its reach goes from, you know, obviously the competitive crowd, but everyone and their mom has Smash and talks about it. It's like that bridge when you tell somebody that's not on the FGC, oh, I play fighting games, and they go, oh, you know what, I played Smash Bros. And you're like, oh, sure, yeah, that that's like everyone does that. It's the party game, it's the competitive game. It's no surprise that it does this. And it's, I don't know, I feel like there's a weird resistance to it. Uh, and, and like I kind of alluded to, there's this fighting games versus Smash. But like that needs to kind of go away, man, because Smash is like the breadwinner for the FGC in a lot of very significant ways. And there's no denying. For the record, I so, love Smash, and I do think it takes an exceptional amount of skill to be at the top level. And I, I think Infiltration was playing it when it when it first came out. Ultimate, and I remember him making a tweet, something along the lines of, "This is a very hard game to play." And I, 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 I don't, I don't want to get too far off topic here, but this whole Smash not being a fighting game thing, I think, is garbage. Of course, it is. I, I, it's just a meme. I, I think there are some people who, who believe that the mechanics are different enough that it shouldn't be counted. But I also think that a lot of people who say that use it as short of a shorthand. Uh, maybe Smash. It, they're not necessarily that saying that Smash isn't a fighting game, but they mean smash as a community grew up so separately from the rest of the fgc yeah that it shouldn't be counted it's as one whole thing. That they don't have a spot at the table and it's like that's 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 antiquated at this point we're I right mean, they're separate but they're they're part of the same group i mean the fact of the matter is like player wise there's never been a crossover that was good enough to be like a c tier like a c tier would be the best we've had like some like Oh, Apology, what about Man, Apology Man's a decent... Okay, Leffen would be the best. Yeah, you're right. Leffen was very good at Dragon Ball Fighters. I forget about that. Yeah. But that would be... That'd be That's it. The only time I ever remember it happening. Um, I was really looking forward to Sonic Fox trying to get into Smash, and that never really materialized. It's fizzled, huh? It's harder to go... The, I mean, like, it's harder... Like, you know how I said Street Fighter 4, like, 5 eclipses all games? Smash kicks its ass. Wow. The, the top yeah. Smash players are fucking insane. They're so good. Can we and they're some... so much better than we are. At our games, Let's I'm gonna say that outward. Bov eclipses in the chat, please. They're so good, man. Like, I and they grind I, um, so much harder. Yeah, I hear. Um, <laughs> I have the Earth Evo entrance numbers for 2013. If you guys want to hear them, hell yeah. Um, Street Fighter Four Arcade Edition 2012 at the time had uh, was first place with 1,601 players. Uh, <laughs> Marvel versus Capcom. What's up? No, no, no. I thought you said uh, 601, but then I... Uh, 1,601 players. It. Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3, 1,297 players. Next was Smash, and I guess it was just Melee at this time. So Smash Melee, 696. So they, they had about Dang. half. A, a little more than half of what uh, second place had. Now and add 3,000 to that. So I think I entered Smash. Mm-hmm. Injustice with 582. Cross Tekken with 545. KOF 13, 433. Um, Persona 4, 400 in, on the nose, Tekken Tag Tournament 2, 355, and then Mortal Kombat 9 with 233 players. So that gives you an idea of what numbers were like back then. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to decipher. Are we having an argument here in our chat? Let's be f- friendly to each other. Okay. Um, so it's impressive. It's going to be huge. I know, John, that you're upset you're not going to be able to make it. Uh, yeah. Steve, are you gone? Uh, no, unfortunately. So it's just you, Donka? What about you, Alon? Are you going? Alon's not going. Guys, send Alon some positive vibes. He um, he hurt his ankle. He rolled his ankle, oh. and he's in pain. 
and he's going to have to wear a boot for a couple of days, if not a couple of weeks. If you see me at Evo, I will pretend to be any one of these people, and then you can get the, the half experience. You can get signatures from all of us. I'll sign for all of them, yeah. Do not do the Antoine Griezmann thing. Please don't. <laughs> What's that? Uh, he, uh, he, he went to a costume party as a basketball player. And there was some paint, some brown paint involved. Mm, he did blackface. Oh. Yeah. Well, it, 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 he, Don't cosplay as Steve in blackface, Donka. I said I. Would I, I know him. that's I what you wanted I would to do. Cosplay him. I can't do that. And I wouldn't do that because I couldn't. I couldn't ever pull it. Wait off. for the calendar to come out and then cosplay as one of the sexy. Maybe do like December or October. All right. <sighs> um, no, please take pictures with Donka. Hound him. Take a picture with him and then tweet it to us at Best of Five Show. That's a V. If you don't do that, you're a fucking loser. <laughs> I said it. It's true. Peer pressure. <laughs> I'm going to say something to our chat, which is that y'all are my people, but the interaction is weak sometimes. What do you mean? And sometimes we give things away and people don't take pictures of themselves with it. Yeah. That was and sometimes lame. they do. Sometimes they put ketchup and mustard on their pizza and they're cool. And I love that. I want to see that every time. But if you see me at Evo and you don't say anything and you come in this chat every week, I don't know what to think about you. I think That's there all are better say. chats. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Thank you, John. Somebody had to I say it. I love you all. I love you all, people. Oh, don't be a bitch, Steve. Come on. You know, everyone, everyone leave. Everyone stop watching the show right now. Oh, God, John, no. John. Yeah, actually, we should uh, have canceled the show today so, and yeah, solidarity with the uh, Prime Day Amazon employee strike. Um, I'll be around. Yeah, take a picture with this guy. Who would not want to get a picture with this quaff? I'll be at Treasure Island playing blackjack. <laughs> um, okay, guys. Evo payout structure. He put out a tweet. What does the tweet say? It says, hey, should we redo this? And we have a graphic of it. The current splits are 60-20-10 for 2-2-2-1-1. I added an extra two there. My bad. The proposed split is 50% for first place, which would still be a hunk and chunk of change considering how many people are there. 15, 10, 7, 5, 5, 4, 4. So I'd go further. You think you mean further down the placing or further down uh, breaking it up like do 30% for first and have more I would go further down and yeah I would just like spread it even thinner and further Well then why even give a shit why even play if I'm no not going to get 60% Evo, No one who wins Evo is making their money off of the money from winning Evo. What are they making? A bunch of side bets and uh, no, money if matches? If they're, and... if they're top, at this point, if you win Evo, you're probably a top-sponsored player, at which point you put it on your resume and you use it to stream or you use it to get more money from your thing. I just like the difference between you know, making 40 and making 50 isn't that changing, but the difference between 16th placers being able to pay for their flight is, I think. It is more so. And Steve and I have talked about this for a jillion times. But. Let's do it a jillion and one. Steve? Well, here's the question. How much how – much, what number amount? Not Let's forget about percentage. What number amount would you say is good to say, okay, you've got your fight, flight paid for? It depends on how much the prize pool is. Yeah, I guess it well, does. Forget the prize pool for a second. 
just, just I mean, what, I think local should be 70 oh. 20 10. I've always, I, I don't think locals should ever be, you know, split down are, the top six. Are you saying, like, what's an average of a prize or, or a plane ticket? Like a thousand bucks from a foreign. What the, what the hell are you trying to say, Steve? What I'm trying to say is, what number do you think? For, forget about the size of the prize pool. What number, what dollar amount would you say is a decent amount for the lowest place finisher to say, hey, at least they have their flight? 500 card? bucks. I wouldn't pay what? someone less than 500 bucks for for a, a tournament with 2,000 people. So if it's if it's if you have to pay down to seventh at that point, then that's fine. But I mean, I wouldn't. I think giving someone 150 dollars for their Evo placement doesn't really matter that much, and it's like whatever to me at that point. Yeah, it's like a steak and drink. Okay, so that's I mean that's were- it's an arbitrary number, but that's the number that pops up in my head. The reason I ask that is that it for a game like BB Tag, in order for someone to get that amount, that would be like nine percent. Yeah, you're right. Pool. You're right. So, so, so you'd have everybody. You know, even if you just cover flights for everyone in top eight, that's seventy two percent of the prize pool right there. There isn't all that much to distribute. No, you're right, and it has to be rest. different per. I think they have to do it per game. They should have. I mean. The Smash player's been doing this for a long time. If you have you you come up with a number and you have a prize split based on the number of people in the tournament and you break it off at giant numbers, you know, if you're at 256, you do this. If you get up to 10 whatever, you do this. It's like it's not that hard. And there's I mean you can copy paste it from someone else's homework at this point. There's a jillion different events of a jillion different types that have waterfall prize pools that have I come up with s- these numbers already. I want to see those waterfall prize pools. I, I feel like we should be closer to uh, poker, for example, where in a lot of tournaments, the top 10% get something. Yeah. Where, where, you know, you at least get your entry covered or what have you. But that's a lot easier to do when you have companies dropping in yeah. 10, 15, 25, $30,000 as a pot bonus as opposed to something like smash where it's just based solely on entrance i i feel like there's simply not enough money there to make everybody happy so the big question is what is that magic split that comes the closest to it without having to rely on uh prize pools or pot bonuses i should say and are there possibly other ways of addressing it What's the weird thing? The like? weird thing to me is always just like the person arguing that it should be, you know, like, oh, if they make less than half the pot, it's worthless. I, it's rare that I see players say that. It's always like some random dude who's like, there's, you don't, you don't earn it. You got eighth, you fucking suck. And I'm just like, almost all players at this point in these games, because no one's winning consistently enough, not even Punk, who started, you know, not to, to know they're going to get first. The only guy who's ever going to say, oh, yeah, first should get 70% is the guy who just got first that tournament. Because the fact of the matter is no one is confident they are going to 100% get first place in these things. Well, and is there, I mean, even if you have it your way as a competitor that says, you know, I want to get paid out more, and that's understandable. And everything that you guys have said thus far in this conversation and the community as a whole, as we've been discussing this, it makes total sense. Um, But like, no one's making a real 
or very few are going to make a real career with where fighting game esports are right now. That doesn't mean like, well, don't keep pushing for it to keep growing. Like, of course, that's what we're going to do. Um, when I think about this personally, though, I, and when I think about going to a tournament, I'm not thinking about the money. You know, it's like for, for me, um, it, it's just like I, I just want to go and, and it's something about like the prestige of doing that well, of proving it to yourself and all that. Like, I think that the FGC needs to still talk about these things. Absolutely. And we need to continue to move the needle forward. But with where we are currently, I, at least for me, and I think that this is the safest place to be with how much money is actually circulating right now. It, it has to be more about like the passion still. We haven't passed that line yet where it can really be something where where we're really, you know, paying the bills all the time with this. And, and when you're, you know, not like the top 0.01% of the competitive scene. Yeah. Well, the, pri the prize pool, you know, like the goal of pot bonuses isn't just for you. It's to get attention. You know, mm -hmm. if the whole thing with those big like 60, 70 percent splits for the winner is that the headline is going to be the prize pool like Capcom cup winner gets, you know, you know, $150,000 second place gets like 3000. I know that's not the exact split, but you know, that big number is what sells and it's, and it, it's not just selling to the people who are going to the tournament. It's selling to the people who might've heard of it, might've had some interest in the game, but will definitely check it out now because there's a big prize involved and maybe they'll pick up the game and drive sales of the game. So I feel like this is a lot of this needs to come from the publishers themselves, the Capcoms, the nether realms of the world. But with the way that pro tours have grown, when they're going to do that is their own event. They're going to pour that money into Capcom Cup. They're going to pour that money into the Tekken World Tour Finals or uh, the Mortal Kombat 11 Finals. They're they're not going to pour all of that money to Evo where where the shine goes to that that game and a bunch of others. They're going to spend it all on their game when they get all of the return on it. Thank you for that, Elon, um, and you, Steve, uh, guys. Did they, so was there results to the poll or was it just like a conversation starter? Everyone wanted it deeper. Every, every poll started like – I think the the payout that went deeper always won every poll that I saw. Yeah. Did, you, I, did the poll I go deep enough for you? Check, it was like 92% in favor of the, the new prize pool. The other thing is I, I hate making this change so late in the game because you're basically telling someone – that they're going, whoever wins is going to take home less than they thought they did when they signed up. Who the fuck actually signs up though with the idea that like, oh yeah, I'm banking on this 48 grand versus the 37, and that's how I'm going to pay my mortgage. Right, they're probably happy. They're there. probably like, oh shit, now I can get third and actually make something. I'm sorry, no one but the person who already won the tournament doesn't want this. Okay, maybe if you're MK Leo. I can't imagine anyone else who has any possible gall to think that they're that likely to win. I don't know. Sonic Fox. Yeah, I guess that's true. Although he doesn't give a he just he, he probably doesn't care. <clears throat> Guys, we got about ten minutes left in the show, and we promised the audience a blocker grab. Block grab. So I don't know if you guys heard. 
But uh, people are coming together and they're going to raid Area 51. It's on. A lot of people think that they're going to walk out with new alien buddies. Little ETs, maybe a Yoda. I would go for a Yoda. Question here. Block or grab? If this character is behind the closed doors of Area 51, will you grab them and bring them out with you? Okay. Block or grab? Okay. First oh, character. That's what we're doing? First character. going to watch our viewer count go down way faster when I told everybody to fucking leave. <laughs> First character, 12 from Street Fighter 3. He's in there. Door opens. Steam comes out. 12 is staring right at you. 12 is an interesting character. 12 is one of, he might be my favorite fighting game character. Of all time? I, I really love 12. He's so weird. He's so His moves are so beautifully animated. His colors are disgusting. They're like all <laughs> – uh, just look them up. Like they're gross. And He's like monotone. But look up his colors <laughs> okay. and you'll understand what I'm saying. We're getting some grabs in the chat, guys. I love 12. I love 12. In fact, my 12 is so good they call my 13. So <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna grab. Uh, John, are you blocking or grabbing on twelve? I love twelve. So so what's the question? The question is if you if you're an asshole and you do this actual raid of Area 51 and the doors open up, would you run you past the see? machine gun to save twelve? <laughs> would you no. open the button? Would you press the button and open it for twelve? Would you? No. Let him out? Also, twelve is like just a weird, annoying character. But I, he's I get why potentially like alien esque. Why someone would. Uh, but I don't, and so no, block. People are saying 12 on Stranger Things. It's actually 11 is the name of the character. 12 can X-copy your favorite person, and then you can have them around. So you're blocking on that? Blocking here? Yeah. Steve, are you going to block or grab on 12? 12 looks so much like Baymax. I, I just want to hug him, so I'll grab. I will definitely grab. Okay. 12. Is that how oh, you wait, got that code I wasn't even thinking of 12 this whole time. I was thinking of who's got the who's in the background of the Street Fighter 5 Halloween stage? Necro. He's next on Necro. the list. I was thinking of Necro. Is he next? Okay, so I'd block on Necro. 12 actually makes sense cuz he's got like the bladey cool like T1000 arms and stuff. Yeah, 12 is cool. I'll take 12. Creepy Baymax. Okay. Elon, are you blocking or grabbing on 12? Uh fun fact, I've never played Third Strike, so block. You're you're better for it. Um all right, Necro. Block or grab? Necro is a little scary, right? He's like followed around by a little girl. Um, he's got stretchy arms. He's got suspenders. Uh, he's got suspenders. You can't trust anybody with suspenders. I mean, I feel like I'd be doing the world a disservice by allowing him to be locked up. However, I'm I'm very anti-detainment and I'm pro. You know, I'm. I don't want anyone locked up. I'm gonna have to grab all of these. I hate I hate jail and I hate Area 51. Keep them out. Let them out. Let them all out. So I'm. You're yeah, just going to grab on all of them. 12 is scary. I would like him to see and get help. You're like the Schindler of Area 51. I don't know. No, 12. So, uh, 12 doesn't need the help. Necro needs the help. Okay. But I'll grab still. Let him out. Uh, Necro, you already blocked on him. John. Steve, block or grab on Necro. I I, I got to block. You know, he, he, he just doesn't have that cuteness factor uh, that 12 does. So I'm sorry, Necro. You're staying in there. Block. Okay, we're going to our next character after we get Alon's blocker grab on Necro. Is he also from Third Strike? He is. Yes. Yeah, C answer A. Okay. Uh, next character. You go into Area 51. Experimental DNA our shit's going down. Our budget's gotten so bad we don't even have pictures of the characters anymore. Well, it's because I'm <laughs> pulling these out of my ass as we go. 
Okay. I don't know if you guys out. know that there are alien human hybrids at Area 51 and DNA experimentation is happening. And if you've seen the Street Fighter movie with Raul Julia and Jean-Claude Van Damme, that's actually a documentary, parts of it. You saw that they're doing experiments on Blanca. Blanca is at Area 51. Blanca grab. Duh. I mean, yeah. Jimmy Blanca, I love him. <laughs> yeah. What the hell? He's like locked up. He is completely misunderstood. He's just looking for mom and... He's got the ankle bracelet on. Is he even on an SF5? He has it on most of the games, right? I think he probably has it on SF5, yeah. It's fucked up, man. Don't keep him down. Yeah. Let him out. Grab. They're separating that kid from his parents and putting him in a cage, is that what you're saying? Let him out. Block or grab on Blanca at Area 51, John, go. No. Who likes, like, Blanca sucks. No one likes playing <laughs> against Blanca. So I he mean, deserves. He's a, he's a Street Fighter OG for sure. He's got his. He's, he's part of the a Street Fighter identity. But like, no, it's fucking stupid. Block. Steve, Eli, or uh, Kim, when do you guys uh, pull the picture out of the drive? I just added Blanca's picture. Uh, let let, let me do a refresh. No, let's stop. Everybody, just wait. I got it. We're gonna do this. Oh my god! <laughs> if it's Blanca Chan, then yes, because if the door is open and you just see the still, yeah. <laughs> Well, this is the, the story for this Blanca. Is, Let him out. Uh, he was shown a ton of like negative and violent images and yeah, sounds man. over the period of weeks, and it was just his brain was melted. And for some reason, they turned him green. And he doesn't actually have any powers that we see in the movie. Uh, he's just uglier and has carrot top hair and saw a bunch of negativity. Let him out. <laughs> yeah, people have spoken. All right, so <laughs> poor. It's like okay, so you're blocking on him. Fuck him. What? Keep him in there. The merciful thing to do, I do <laughs> is to put a bullet between his eyes. Die. Yeah, let him die. Okay. Why is he even in jail? You're not blocking or grabbing. You're murdering. Why is he in Area 51? <laughs> because they were doing genetic uh, DNA tests on him. It's fucked up. That's yeah. not his fault. Yeah, I know. And if Steve, I mean, John wants to kill him. That's horrible. Steve, Rocker grab on DNA spliced Blanca. He's got uh, DNA of a uh, electric eel, if you remember from Street Fighter Lore. That's a different storyline. It's like God. It's like Rocky Dennis from Mask. Pull that. Put that picture back up. Please don't. Doink without the makeup. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Steve laughing is always a treat. <laughs> it's a block. All right. After all that, he blocks it. Hey, block or grab on Carlos Blanca. <laughs> That's what he was called in uh, the movie. Yeah. Uh, he's a fellow Brazilian, so I got to take him with me. Was yeah, he Brazilian? Hell yeah. Was that iteration? I don't fucking know. I just know he's from Brazil. All right. He is. All right, now let's change franchises here. Moving on to Mortal Kombat. All right, you go into Area 51, okay. to the experimental right martial here. arts wing of Area 51, and therein you see a Cyber Lin Kuei of your choosing. Which let's one? go with uh, let's go with Cyber Frost. Cy- is she a Cyber Lin Kuei? She is now. She is an eleven. Well, I don't really like Frost, but. What they they like strap the Lin, the cyber Lin Kuei up like this? Yeah, put the brain in there. Up shit like yeah, didn't Sector like turn himself off? He does off? that to somebody else. Didn't Sector like turn himself off to save the humans? I can't remember. I Did don't know, happen? man. I would 
rehabilitate the Cyberlin Quay. Okay. I'm letting them out. I'm letting everyone out. Everyone's coming out. Okay. Dog has become such a humanitarian. <laughs> um, I think it was he was transformed by Trump's America. That's it. John, block or grab on Frost. She's in the uh, special martial arts wing of Area 51. You might have had an argument if you said Cyrax or Sector or Smoke or even Cyber Sub-Zero, but you went with Frost, and it's like, no. No, not at all. I would go to Area 51 just to make sure to put the bullet in her head. Like, I <laughs> wow. You'd do a fatality. you do a fatality on Frost. Yeah. Steve, uh, people Hold are on. calling her Cyber Waifu in the chat. You feeling it? You got another uh, picture you're putting in the freaking thing? I, I, I'm putting it in the fr- in, in the freaking thing right now. Uh, if I can get it. This is totally worth it. Okay. You so, want Frost? Oh, go ahead if you're ready. There, there are two pictures that are manning right now. Cyber 1 and Cyber 2. Let's take a look at Cyber 1. <laughs> I don't want to see your chat logs, dude. Because I feel like like they want us to think that it's, Cy- that it's Cyber Frost. Okay, let's start off with the actual Frost and then uh, with the topical Frost afterwards. So, so, so we've got Cyber Frost on there. Okay, here we're about to look at her. Here we go, because we need it. No, this is important. Let's just slow down the pace of the show. Let's stop talking I'm for a little sorry. bit. I'm sorry. All right? If, if you would have told me earlier, I would have had this prepared. Okay, there's Frost. Okay, so we've got Frost. Potato quality and, Frost. And you want, you want them – they want you to think that it's just some cyber ninja. Okay. But I know who it actually is. Okay, go ahead. Show it. It's actually Megan Rapino. She could, she could play a good Frost. <laughs> You're implying that she's an alien? She She's an American hero right now. I'm so saying we're all the same. But the thing is, she's not at Area 51. She was... That's what they want you to think. <laughs> wow. So then who won the World Cup for us? No, no. Cyber fucking after aliens. they won. This is after they won. Okay. She, he felt bad. They felt bad that, that she kind of dunked on Trump. So it's like, okay, we'll get her back. We'll get her back. But I know what's going on. I know. Guys, so I think the real lesson here is the truth is out there, and you need to seek it. And uh, we'll all be there in Nevada desert. I'll be there with 12. Yeah, you're going to bring uh, your motorcycle with a sidecar so that you can put somebody in there, a trailer behind it to put more people in there, right? Here's I'll, the real I'll be there with an RV. Would you go in there and save UM, Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom Chun-Li before they fixed her face? There's there's some Dom. toughies. Capcom's yeah, giving me do that? Capcom's giving me a few tough ones, but yes, I would save her. You would save, save Buttface, Little would Bird, save Chun. Save the Chun. That's the alien Chun. She's in there. Well, then you're uh, you're you're truly a humanitarian. Um. All right, guys. Uh, this show has gone off the rails, and I think this is as good a time as any. Sorry, Ilana, I will not let you block and or grab on this last frost. I didn't period. have an opinion anyway. It's fine. Okay. Cool. Um, that's been the show, guys. It's called Best of Five. It's a weekly FGC talk show. We talk about fighting games, and then we goof around sometimes and just have funny shenanigans. Please join us next week. We'll Love you, Missy. Bye. About fighting games. Bye. Canada. All right, and just for the sake of this show, we're going out on this. <laughs> <God damn it. laughs>